Ready? I'm ready. I'm absolutely ready. All right, so let's imagine some. <clears throat> let's imagine some. Theme music is playing. This is a very easy podcast. Guess the sound, $1,000. We want you to guess the sound, $1, money is what you get. You get my money, $1,000. Guess the sound, like not a bit, not a joke, $1,000. Very easy podcast, $1,000. Not a bit, $1,000. Not a joke, $1,000. Actual American currency. Guess the sound, and if you like, do it, you get money, $1,000. Guess the sound, not a joke, do it, you get money is what you get. The theme music come down, comes down, it stops. Hi everyone, I'm Carlia Smiley, and welcome to What's That Sound? This is a podcast all about guessing what that sound is, and I'm here with my co-host, Taylor Moore. Taylor, say hi. Hi, Say everyone. hi, Taylor. Uh, Carly, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so, Taylor, as I just said, this is a podcast all about guessing what that sound is. Uh, are you pretty good at guessing sounds, Taylor? I'd say I'm the best sound guesser that's ever been born. Well, that's why you're hosting this podcast with me. Thank you so much. <laughs> you responded right away to my Craigslist. I also own microphones, <laughs> and I owe you a great deal of money. <laughs> and hey, I owe my boyfriend a great deal of money, so it's a big chain. It's a great chain. <laughs> anyway, um, you are well, or welcome to What's That Sound? Uh, this is a very easy podcast. Most podcasts, personally, I feel, ask a lot of you. They want emotional investment. They want those things. We want something very, very simple, and we have a lot to give. Money. Money. We want you to guess the sound, and if you do it, you get money is what you get. You get my money. You don't get a sponsor's money. You don't get Blue Apron's money. You get my money. You get $1,000. You might win $1,000 doing this. This is the only podcast where you can win a thousand dollars. Your dollars. <laughs> My dollars. So, Carly, can mm -hmm. you tell our listeners exactly what you have, the rules you have concocted? Of here? course. This is a sweepstakes. Keep in mind, lawyers, it's not a giveaway and it's not a lottery. This is a sweepstakes. What that means is that each, uh, we have seven episodes in this season, season one of What's That Sound. If you guess all seven sounds correctly, one sound an episode, then you are in the running for a random lottery. So that honestly, personally, I think there are going to be like three people that get them right. I think it's going to be like three people. We're going to pick one of those three people that got all seven sounds right. And then that person gets a check out of my Chase Bank account for $1,000. Do not mention Chase Bank again unless they pay us money, <laughs> Carly. Look at me. All right, so can, can I can I repeat that please. back to you Taylor, and see please. if I've got it right? I'd like to see if you understand. Carly, what we're proposing here is a podcast, mm -hmm. the first season of which is seven episodes, the mm -hmm. first episode of which you're hearing currently. Right now. Speaking to the hypothetical listener here. Correct. In each episode of the podcast, we will play a sound and ask you to identify that sound. Mm -hmm. Correct. Now, let's say I'm a listener, mm -hmm. okay, uh, and I want to guess... Every sound in every, all the seven episodes, right? I want to guess mm -hmm. the seven sounds correctly. Correct. Uh, how do I tell you I know what the sound is? Oh, this is easy. You go to www.whatsthatsound.surgery. That's the website. www.whatsthatsound.surgery. That's all you have to do. It's really easy. And, and like, this isn't bullshit. Right now, our talking, that's not the sound. We're going to tell you. We're going to play the sound. It's not going to be that fucking hard. It's seven sounds. That's all you have to guess. Um, and again, I really think that, like, this is going to... You, if you do this, 
If you get this together and you submit these, I think you will have a very good chance to win that $1,000. And I just want you to think about, in this moment, what you might do with that money. Now, Carly, you've made some funny stuff in the past. You've done comedy before. Disagree, but okay. Deal. Uh, (laughs) Fair, honestly, on your part. This is not a bit. This is not a goof. This is not a fucking bit. I make $106,000. That is the salary that I have in my job. That's your salary? That's my salary. And we work at the same place. We work at the same... How much do you make? Less. You don't have to tell me. So, so much less. (laughs) Anyway, that is my salary. This is not a bit. I am horrible with money. I currently owe... My parents fucked me over for life because they were so rich and I just have no value for it. Mm -hmm. I would like to give... $1,000, $1,000, not a bit, not a joke, actual American currency. Like, I'm not I'm not fucking with anyone on this. And that's the other thing, is like, I feel like people are gonna, I'm getting a little too into it, but I feel like people are gonna be like, oh, well, it's, you know, the sounds are too hard, they're too niche, they're too obscure. This is not that hard. Carly, the first sound is pretty hard, in my opinion. I don't, Taylor, I don't know. I feel like Pete, you're underestimating people. I think people can get it. Okay. Can I tell you, I'm worried about something you said earlier. Sure. Actually, you know what? Maybe we'll save that. Maybe <laughs> we should let the listeners hear the first sound, but you tell me. You know what? It's time. Taylor, as the leader of the podcast, I'm giving you the order to play the sound. <laughs> uh, affirmative. Amen. <laughs> what do I, what do you say? Yes, sir, please. Podcast Admiral, uh, permission <laughs> granted. Do but I, I feel like that's the wrong... Give me a little arc- countdown. I want okay. a countdown from you. Two, one. That's it. That's the sound. That's the sound. Now we're going to play it a few times so you can really hear it. It's kind of elegant. How does that... So this is just going to play. Yeah. So Carly... Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is a bird call. What are you talking about? How can you possibly assume that? It reeks of bird call. (laughs) That's not the secret. Oh, okay, listeners. So Taylor has synesthesia where he smells sounds. (laughs) This smells like a condor I met once. (laughs) Taylor, I refuse to comment on the nature, on the actual answer of what this is. We can talk about the tenor. We can talk about that. Now, I, I, my official response to your statement, your hypothesis that it's a bird call, is no comment. Okay, well, the reason I ask is because, number one, I think we cannot hide the fact that it is a bird call. <laughs> but also, there's a very important distinction here. If someone were to write in with the answer, a bird, we would not consider that a correct answer, yes? Frankly, that's correct. Right. So we what we're asking is, which bird is this? <laughs> yes. This is a sound in the universe that exists. you got to tell us exactly what it is. Now, what if someone names the kind of bird and where it was recorded and how high up in the cactus the bird was? Assuming it's a cactus. I threw that little detail in there, Carly, to throw them off now, the everyone, case. Audience, just be very careful because Taylor's a bit of a snake like that. Uh Exactly how much information are we looking for? I need something more specific than bird. That is the rule for this You want the bird's name. I want something more specific than bird. That is the rule. You don't have to... There's no other specifications. So if you can write in any more correct detail than just bird, I'll allow it. Frankly, I'll allow it. I see this was too hard. You were right. This is too hard. People can't do this. I mean, hold on. We are going to segment Hold our on. audience to the nature idiots. <laughs> well, the first one. You think so? The first sound is, and I said it earlier, 
this is a very hard sound. You have to be able to somehow identify bird calls by hearing the calls themselves. That's a really difficult thing. I wonder, like, how many people have an uncle that can do it? We're going to find out. I guess we're going to find out. I mean, I have some theories about how people might go about solving this puzzle, but I am not going to say it on the show because that's unfair. Why? It's not your money. It's not. Well, it's not my money. That's true. It's not my money. Yeah. Why do you care? So should we talk about that a little bit? So you. Yeah. Do you want to talk about how you came up with the idea for the show and how you approached me about it? (laughs) I. um, I guess I do. I uh, had a big artistic project that I really cared a lot about and it was a huge failure and I would really like to do something and I just want people to engage with it and pay attention to it and I just want to set it up to win. I want to cheat. I want to take this money that I get for doing something that is a little bit morally bankrupt in my daily life for having a day job. You think a day so? Because we said earlier we work in the Taylor, same place. Taylor, <laughs> you've got to let the sound Sorry. Play. Don't talk... Don't talk over the sound. Sure. Is, okay. But anyway, so I think I have the best day job I could possibly have. Yeah. That's what I feel. I just think that, like, I get up every single morning and I have to go to the same place. And I'm at an age in my life. You probably don't remember this. I'm 25. So that was, like, you know, 23, 24 years ago for you. And I just <laughs> Cut to my flashback. Dun, dun. <laughs> And, uh, hot town, summer in the city. <laughs> Choppers are flying over the f- <laughs> the big muddy. Three different American- cop cars are chasing Taylor. <laughs> I was doing Vietnam, but the American police are there, and I'm uh, I'm in Vietnam, and I've done a crime, and they're coming after me. I don't know anything about Vietnam. Yeah, well, everyone was listening to Credence Clearwater Revival oh, and The God. Loving Spoonful, and uh, uh. the cops would follow you everywhere. <laughs> If your helicopter was over the big old muddy. Across border lines. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm you're, at this you're age. You're 25. I'm having a collapse about the idea of just working a job. Quarter life. Quarter life. It's a classic. It's lovely. It's a big assumption. It's a big, yeah. You'll make it to 80? Well, yeah, it helps. I really just want to live as long 100? as I'm hot. I want to live as long as I'm physically attractive. And then beyond that, I don't see the point. Wait. Hold on, I just realized calling 25 a quarter life crisis 100. insists, like, or, I'm sorry, <laughs> assumes that you're going to live to be 100. Yeah. It's like 0.001 of the population. Do you even want that, that much time, honestly? Yes. Really? I. What will I, you do I, at listen, 99? I will tell you this, and I've told my wife the same thing. My wife. Keep me alive as long as possible. <laughs> do n- never pull the plug. This is episode one. What are we never doing? pull the plug. Why? Because they keep like science keeps revealing that like oh god these people we thought we brain dead we, we this pe- these people that we thought were brain dead actually there was a lot of brain function that we couldn't read and we we keep finding new ways to bring them back you know what? and it's like always I gotta hold out a little hope that technology is gonna make these enormous leaps and they can just cure me you know I honestly I totally understand and I'll tell you why every night when I go to bed I lay down to sleep I classic I, bed move. <laughs> Classic bed, Charlie. It's number one, laying down. Number two, I let my brain melt away from Carly a Smiley and all of the facets of my identity into my Naruto fan fiction and original character. Hold on. I just let my brain melt away. And I could spend infinity in the same absolutely just 
monotonous, shallow, repetitive fantasies of Kakashi Sen. The creator of Naruto. And I'm not even going to get into it. And Naruto I, is the cartoon about the man that runs with his arms to the side. <laughs> yes, okay. he is. Kakashi Sensei is the dark, twisted teacher character. Oh, uh, he has a very sad past. He had a. I'm just going to take a quick side note on this one. So as he was growing up, he, uh, his best friend, had a crush on this girl Rin, and Rin was in love with him. So it was a love triangle, and he ended up. Spoiler alert for Naruto. Uh, taking his fist and killing the, the girl with lightning through her heart. And it's this beautiful just moment. I just like, I just am so attracted to this understanding of his twistedness and like his pain. Yeah. And I'm just like, and so I could be in a coma forever with these characters. Uh, I wasn't listening to the first part of the story. Was the woman that he killed his daughter, his student, his wife, his lover? He's like- His niece. <laughs> his niece. <laughs> I'm a bit twisted because I killed my killed my niece. My niece. My niece. My niece. <laughs> so you love this dark, twisted fantasy of a, of a teacher who lightning to niece. And you think that you can control what hallucinations you're going to have I'm in your saying, coma? Well, I have no idea. Like, if that was my coma. You've never been in just, a coma before? No. Oh. Never. You're 25. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. Have you been in a coma? No. Oh, come on, you're 30, or you're 48. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. You almost said 32, didn't you? Didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, uh-huh. to, I like to bother Taylor. So I like to pretend like you're older than you Whoops. are. Whoops. Because I feel like you don't like it. My moisturizers and creams are working. What moisturizer do you use? I'm, I'm not going to say brands. <laughs> Unless I get that money, I'm not saying brands. Tell me this doesn't have an SPF. No. No, because you were using it at night, too. I live in an apartment. I drive to work in a truck, and then I work in an office. I, if, if I go outside, I'll put other creams on. Understood. <laughs> yes. We all have the creams for the right situation. It's a, the right tool do. for the the right cream for the job. So. So. I could you be were in a having, coma. You were having a, a, a sort of quarter-life crisis, assuming <laughs> you're going to live to be the century old. Right. Okay, yeah, I forgot the podcast. So I would say that we... For me, I would really, really love to be an artist. I would really love to be an artist. And I've failed myself on that in so many ways. I've mm. never done it to my satisfaction. And You've never arted to your satisfaction. I've never arted to my satisfaction. And I see people around me that do it to that I in a way that I just admire so much. Like Patty Harrison or my boyfriend, end of list. Uh-huh. And I would say that it is I would just really I I feel like I've fought that so long I've tried to do it right for so long and I'm just not smart enough I'm not funny enough and so I'm just gonna use money money is the way I have a thousand dollars I was able to save a thousand dollars someone will listen to what I make for a thousand dollars I can do this and the contest makes it feel like like a chance and a rant it makes it feel like the hunger games where I'm like who's gonna Who's going to be selected? Like, what are we going to do? Like, who is dedicated enough to actually figure these sounds out? You know, I really didn't plan to talk about this so soon. Um, I kind of thought I would do, like, a funny character, but I guess not. Do you want to do a funny character with a catchphrase? How about a big grown-up baby? <laughs> Me the baby! <laughs> yeah, I, okay, here's the thing about what you just did. I, <laughs> Please, can I get some notes? I, <laughs> some notes? I'm baby is already a big meme. It's a big thing. It's a big phrase. Oh, so is I it? think we got to go... 
You t- around Sh- Taylor it. is the show's youth consultant. You gotta you gotta <laughs> hit or you gotta you gotta swing where the ball's gonna be. Okay. Let me say so, let me give you a few options. Yeah, okay. How here about we go. I give you some options? Yep. I don't know if I'm gonna go the baby route, okay? But just keep it up. Sure. Um Cheaper, 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 cheaper. No, that's the sound. For everyone, that's the sound. Okay, let me give you some more options. Yeah. I'm thinking like... Um, You're warming up. I'm a dis... Mm. 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 Sorry, I'm tasting my own uh, vomit. No. I gotta be honest with you. I'm you tasting my own vomit in this moment. I feel like a catchphrase is so difficult on the spot because I'm a horror because i'm not good enough to come up with one well think about it this way think, does it these are first drafts does it have to be perfect i'm a rat <laughs> <laughs> i'm a dirty fucking rat <laughs> i'm a rat i'm a rat i'm a i'm a dirty fucking rat i'm a dirty fucking rat i don't know what do you make about it my thighs are fat <laughs> And I fucking hate myself so much because I'm the rat. I'm the rat. Well, it's got legs. Uh, so that was number two. Got it. Okay. Now let's find a third one. And I'd like to go for this third one, respectable. Like, I'd like to go respectable. I'd like to, this is like me in a year when this podcast just goes great. Got it? Well, I think it's going great now. Thank you. All right. Let me give it a try. We'll do it in post. Hi, everyone. Welcome to What's That Sound? I'm Carly Parvina Smiley, and I'm proud to be half Iranian and half white. <laughs> I would just like to welcome you. Today I'm feeling like light and bright. Uh, as you know, listeners, you know, I've been keeping you updated. Uh, this podcast started out as a joke, but it's kind of evolved to just you sort of going with me on this journey. And throughout this last year, I've lost, you know, 35 pounds. <laughs> I, give me the rat. I'll I take rat. Yeah! <laughs> I think the rat's going to be a big hit. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Fuck me. I don't want to be successful. If I'm happy, I'm not going to be funny. I mean, that's the basic rule. You think that's really true, though? No. I mean, like, look at Andy Dwyer. I think if you're funny, if you're happy. The and- character from NBC's The Office? Parks and Recreation. What did I say? My point is dumb and funny is f- dumb and happy is funny. Happy and smart is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, you think she's smart? I think she was smart before Goop rotted her inside and out. You you think Goop rotted her? <laughs> yeah, oh my god. No. The Goop, <laughs> Goop was the rot Goop Goop was the internal rot surfacing. <laughs> Goop is like, oh no, it's it's now it's external medicine. You know, you're probably right. I my thing with Gwyneth Paltrow is that she has a smart face. And you can, I feel like there are people that trick me by looking smart. Like she has discerning eyes. She looks around the room and she's look. she's discerning. She's judging what is happening. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I, for some reason, I think I'm associating that with intelligence. But you're right. I mean, you're right. Goop is her rot. Yeah, well, I mean, she, she did like study her entire life to be someone who could perform in a way to make people believe what she wanted them to believe. I mean, good actors can do that. That's, I mean, that's why they're captivating. And, like, genetically symmetrical faces, a lot of money her entire life so she didn't have to grow up malnourished. A to Z. Yeah, the, a the to whole Z. thing. The whole package. It's like how we make veal. You oh, know, it's I love like veal. from the moment Delicious. they leave, from the moment they leave mommy, mm. their, like, every moment and shape of their life is designed for this one purpose to be delicious to us. I think, like, mm. beautiful 
actors and actresses are kind of the same thing. Mm. That is the most disheartening thing I've ever heard. Because if there's one thing I really believe, it's that with enough money and discipline, I'll look like Kim Kardashian. Like, she conquered her own body. She conquered it. That's what she did. And whether it's good or bad, like, she transformed it into something that is fundamentally inhuman. You think it's inhuman? The shape of the body. Like, if you look at, like, the Met Gala. She, the wet outfit. The Met Gala. It's wet, like... The wet outfit? That's her... That was her theme. Is she was supposed to look wet. I'm disgusted by the Met Gala, so I'm going to need you to describe to me... It's easy. So she okay. is in this skin... She's in a big wet blanket. <laughs> she's in a... Literally. You got it. In one. You got it in one. She's in a big wet blanket, and there are diamonds falling off of her as if she's a mm. queen coming out of the ocean. But the point of it is that you see her... The shape, the shape of her body. That's the point. And just the shoulders and the size of the tits compared to the head, to the waist, to the ass, to the thighs, to the legs. And I'm just like, this is, that shape is not achievable by most people. And obviously like everyone fucking knows that. It's like, whatever, whatever. But she did it. That's her body. That's not like a drawing. That's not a hentai. That is an actual human's body. Wait. She became a hentai. Is is that a hentai? She she did it. And like, if I could do anything, it would be to become Sailor Moon in a hentai, a Sailor Moon hentai version. And like, just, I admire the strength of that discipline to do it. How will you send the money to the winner? Will you collect their physical address and send a paper check? Will you Venmo them, PayPal? Are there options, or are, are you committed to one? There are options. Okay. They can receive this money from me however they want it, but there is there are a few stipulations. However they want it? In, you should set some limits. You're right. You know what? You're right. You're, you're such a good mentor to me. I would say <laughs> I will PayPal you, I will write you a paper check, or I will mail you cash. Those are the things I will do. But there is there are a few rules. They're listed at our website, www.whatsthatsound.surgery. Right. Um, there are a few, like, boring rules that are, like, giveaway stuff. So you have to, like, be in the United States, unfortunately. Yeah, sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, you have that. to be in the United States, and I'm, I'm sorry. And then one... Major apology to all our Greek listeners. Oh, my God. Oh. Our Greek... My Greek community. Like, They're out there. I, I just feel like Greece has had it so bad the last eight years. Oh, my and, God. Absolutely. And, more, and now we're doubling down on it by saying you can't even win the $1,000. Frankly, it's disrespectful. Well, Because it I would mean, go so far for them. But that all that falls to our executive producer, Uncle. Angela Merkel. Oh, and she just really Angela. does it out for those people. Angela. I just... Cut this out, Taylor. I just don't understand. Like, the perspective. It's so vitriolic. It's so angry. And I just... I see her, like, at the Gwyneth Paltrow eyes, just discerning the Angela weakness. Merkel? Angela Merkel. Mm. We'll go into that. We'll go into that. You can get the money <laughs> however you want. There are a few rules on what's that sound dot surgery. One thing you should know is that if you win that $1,000... You are morally obligated, although it is not a requirement, to come on for the eighth episode and let us interview you. The question will be... We'll call in. We can do it. You can call in. To end it, yep. Remote is just fine. Mm-hmm. But we want to know how you knew what these sounds were. Yeah, I would love to hear some process shots. I'd love to see some process shots. Love, gotta want to get my want to get my hands on some proc shots. You know, now that we've done such a good, and I would say focused job... Of talking about what's that sound. Yep. Let's just let them listen to the sound for just a sure, just sure, a few sure. times. It's about to come right here. It's on a loop, so you're gonna hear it. Good note. 
I'm really happy Sounds that like Taylor's... So what? Sorry? No, that's fine. Go ahead. No, that's good. He's saying, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> Give me your impression of the sound this week. Sure. Hold on. Let me hear it one more time. Yeah, yeah. We'll both do it. <laughs> oh, yours was better. Fuck. Was it? It was great. I wasn't listening to you. You should feel proud of what you just did. Uh, we'll see. Okay. So, Carly, uh, a question about the show. Sure. This is our first episode, and we we, we decided that... Or this is our bad pancake. Sort of... Is it? <laughs> Maybe it isn't. I don't know. We'll have to hear it, but I... The way we started the show, I mean, to be completely clear, mm-hmm. the premise is 100% genuine. The money is real. The, the challenge real. is real. The challenge if, is if real. If you can figure out what bird this is, please let us know at what's that sound dot surgery. Uh, there's, there'll be a form there you can fill out. Uh, you'll need to use the same, I believe, Google login every time you do it so that we can see that the same user got all seven right at the end to, to, so, so that you go into the drawing to win the money. Exactly. There are going to be weekly prizes, too. They're not monetary prizes, but they're pretty good. Okay. And there are you... things that can be mailed. They're, so, they're paper objects okay. that can be mailed. That's a surprise for next week for what the, the, what the weekly prizes are. But you're are. saying it now this week. Well, I know what they are, but I'm not going to tell you. So if someone were to guess the correct origin of this sound this week, yes, you would send them a prize. If they get it this week. And you choose someone at random. We you don't send everyone who gets it right. Not every single person. Okay. But if you go in, so here's the deal. Let's say you're listening to this and we just released our seventh episode and it's so exciting and we have like 23 followers on Twitter. Then like, yes, absolutely. You can still win the prize even if it's the end of the season. You just got to get all seven right by that last episode. That's what that is. But right now, if you are here with us in time and you're listening to it now it's the first episode you could win a weekly prize too we want people to be to go on this journey with us we want to know if you're getting the sounds if we set a sound too hard we need to know that what happens if there's a week and no one gets it right i don't know would you then say everyone who got six weeks right goes into the drawing for the final prize i think i would i think i would be reasonable about it the the difference the critical difference to me is like six, like having a sound that's too hard, that's my fault. But sure. like you're grading on a curve is what you're saying. Exactly. I'm grading on a curve. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a sound that's too hard is my fault. But just having nobody give a single fuck about this is kind of what I think is going to happen. Well, Carly, here's what I think is going to happen. No one's going to listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. But by the seventh episode, <laughs> we're going to have thousands of people going back, listening to all of them. Uh-oh. <laughs> That would make me happy. I just realized we have a logistical problem with the Google form. What? No, we have different ones for each week. But then if I if I join the show at, on episode seven, how do I go back and listen to every episode and then submit my? It's different forms for each week. So you're gonna so it's there'll, like, be, there'll be links. You click on the week, week one. So it's like week one. What was the sound? Here's the link to the episode if you need it. Give your be your ad your email address, okay, and then okay. you've got to do the same email address every time. And we'll just do numbers. Episode zero zero one. Exactly. Zero zero two. Yes. That's gonna get complicated when the numbers get higher. If we do seasons after the first seven. Well, maybe by then we'll Blue Apron will sponsor us, and they can handle it. I don't think that's what Blue Apron does. <laughs> I don't know what Blue Apron does. Actually, Carly, I do know what Blue Apron does. Do you love a great home-cooked meal, but the 
like the but Taylor, constant pain the in the ass of is going that out. I just and get, hate going to the grocery store. Okay, Blue Apron, are it. you listening? Because <laughs> I, we, our on-air reads would be so, so genuine. Good. We're not gonna say another fucking word. We are so good. Also, we were right there. We were. I mean, we're not gonna give you another fucking syllable. But if you want us to, we will never curse again. We will do. <laughs> oh, I will change reads. the thing. I will make this into the most like Peter Seagal style wide release and podcast. We'll do, we'll do it. We'll get the shrimp. Oh my god, we we'll will, get the shrimp. We will saute the shrimp, and we'll be like, oh my god, the shrimp they sent was so fresh. fresh. I felt like I was in Puerto Vallarta. That's our sound for next week. Cut this out, but that's going to be Vallarta. Oh, I thought you meant a, a, a <laughs> fucking bit about reading Blue Apron ads, no. which is not a bit. We would exactly. do 100%, and oh, we think I it would convert. love, and I'll be honest, I've done Blue Apron for years. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it. I do it. I do Blue Apron, and they don't pay me to do it. I do it because Griffin McElroy told me to do it. Okay. Well, let's not plug podcasts uh, either. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, I If Griffin... <laughs> We will do live reads to advertise Griffin McElroy if it comes to that. <laughs> Taylor, I feel like we have radically different ideas of how successful this will be. I'm prepared to go high. You know what? That's smart. I just am so scared to get my hopes up again. I, I Listen, and I'm talking directly to the people at Blue Apron's media department right now. <laughs> okay. This audience, listen to, okay. okay. Think about this audience. They're willing to listen to a seven-week puzzle, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and put in the work to do it. Uh, so we know that just because they're listening to a podcast, they're web literate <laughs> and they're media savvy. Uh, probably college they're educated. Tolerant. In their twenties and thirties, they're yeah. tolerant. They're smart. They're mm-hmm. engaged. And then they're going to listen to a seven-week audio puzzle with a bunch of with two dorks doing the chatting thing. And I one mean, girl who doesn't know how beautiful she is. When she gonna, is she going to come on episode two? <laughs> I quit. I can't wait to do it. <laughs> I so I think that it's very clear our audience is intelligent, uh, engaged, web digital natives, <laughs> uh, think fluencers, millennials, millennials, little Gen Y in there, Ooh, a little, little Gen, Gen Z, y, little Gen Z mixing it up, a, a little bit of the forgotten generation, totally, yeah, absolutely, which is World War One. <laughs> Oh, so Literally, this is, this is a callback to the Vietnam thing you said earlier. I've right. forgotten them. Yes. They came. They went. It's so <laughs> they came. They went. The forgotten generation. But so, yes, this is an audience. This is a monetizable, monetizable audience. Would we turn the sound off for? If they pay mid-roll extra. stuff, that would be double the cost to turn the sound off. Because the sound is what's so funny. Okay, we'll talk about that offline, but media buyers, that's not set in stone. Okay, sure. Yeah, (laughs) media buyers will... Taylor is our business manager, so (laughs) I'm more of the creative behind... I'm more of the the creative one, I would say. Yeah, The creative funny one. You're like Elvis and I'm like the colonel. What? You've got to take your references down for me. I can't do it. I don't get Carly, I need you to take this envelope of pills. (laughs) This is wave one. We're going to take you down so you can sleep tonight. What time is it? Doesn't matter. (laughs) It's pill time. I feel like we're not giving people enough of a chance. They've got to hear the sound. Okay, let me turn it up. Okay.
Carly, I'm sort of beginning to see a Achilles heel in the format that we're using. What are you talking about? Well, if someone is serious about detecting the origin of this sound, they'll rip this audio and search for it. Yeah, they'll they'll download the audio somehow. And I, oh, sorry, I'm not good with tech. Oh. They'll they're, just find it. They'll just get, they'll get the sound isolated and bing, bang, boom, go. Fucking good. They're not going to listen to the entire episode. I don't care. Well, yeah. But okay, okay. So our download metrics could skyrocket. Yeah. But modern podcast metric reporting it's, has to do a lot with, you know, when did they listen? When did they stop? How much did they listen to? I mean, that's, that's the big wave in podcast metric. The thing is that, like, I... Blue Apron's going to see this and say, no one's listening half an hour into your sound loop show. I'm really thinking about this, Taylor, and if somebody just downloads seven episodes, rips the audio, finds out what it is, goes to the Google form, submits it, that's more than my dad's done for me. That is, like, more than, like, people that are very close. Like, that is that is a lot. I don't need them to listen to me. I just want somebody to fucking win. I just want... This is a puzzle. You said it. It's a puzzle. I want somebody I to solve the fucking puzzle. I did say That's it. That's what I want. I know you want what you want is people to listen to you because you are funny. I want to hear that rap. I'm the rat. <laughs> oh, no. My clean kitchen table. I've laid out a feast. My supervisor. Oh, Yummy. there's laughter coming Yummy from the smell. pile of fruit and turkey <laughs> I've made. I'm going to crawl up the table. Oh, no. <laughs> she wasn't at the table. Now she's coming it's on the, the table. It's the roast beef. <laughs> oh, I said turkey, but now it's my roast beef as well. Taylor, I How many up. rats are here? I got distracted by my own rat voice. It's and okay. I was You're from listener. Chicago. That's a slower, more grounded it's style of improv. It's a slower, more grounded. Just like truly emotional improv city. And I just, that's the thing about the rat, is it is who I am, but I don't want it to become just a stereotype. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. We are, I think, in another way, shooting ourselves in the foot. Tell me. With this first episode. What are you talking about? Uh... So many problems, just problem, problem, this, problems. Well, I'm a producer. I mean, I'm, I'm the. This is my job as the producer. All right. And I said I wasn't going to say that word, and I said it because that's yeah. just what we're talking about. Do you want me to give you the timeout sign? You guys, when Taylor's I, mad at me, he gives me the timeout hands. I do not. <laughs> yes, you do. I do not. He gives me the T sideways timeout hands. The Zach Morris timeout hands. Yes. Do you know Zach Morris? No. Is that he Zach was, Braff? He was a big. Uh, Zach Morris was a big hero of World War One. What the fuck? He fought at the Sorbonne. Did you major in history at Wesleyan? Uh, you could say I was a major Wesleyan fan of history. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, did, I, did, I, I was kicked out before I was allowed to choose a major. So this sound that we've chosen for episode one. Dika, 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 dika. The sound you've chosen for episode one, uh, it is kind of pleasant. And it's easy to have on in the background. But I've seen the Google Doc that's the list of all the sounds you want to put on the show. Yeah. And this is the last one that's going to be pleasant to hear for 45 minutes. Oh, please. You're completely wrong. I, uh, this I'm is not m- completely wrong, Carly. <laughs> this is my least favorite song. That sound. This is my <laughs> least. <laughs> this to me is like so cliche. It's such bullshit. It's like I'm at the zoo right now. Is I'm hearing like the beak a deek a deek a deek a bullshit. People pay to go to zoos. <laughs> Zoos have to be free. They're like museums. No. They're a public good, right? Mm. 
Anyway, whatever, it's fine. People, like, okay, I get what you're saying, but this is a puzzle. It's not about the aesthetic quality of the episode. No one will ever listen to this. We're 44 minutes in. No one's You're ever right. going to hear this. Literally, no one's ever going to listen to this. And that is what is so freeing about Should it. we tell secrets? I would love to tell a secret. Tell a secret. Well, I... No, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Maybe the rat could tell a secret. <laughs> that rat pissed itself on a first date. <laughs> what? <laughs> So the rat already told you it's secret, and you're relaying the rat's secret? We established a character, a catchphrase, I've got the and rat. now the rat is speaking off screen. We <laughs> The rat is whispering into my the rat, ear. The, bo- the first, like, the most oh, beloved- a scratchy tongue. The most beloved recurring character is now off camera sending you texts. Relegated. Who knows if the rat will return? We don't even know. Well, yeah. I, okay, I told a kind of secret. You tell me a secret. I need you to start. You, you told me a kind a secret about the rat pissing its pants on the first date, which seems like, why would the rat keep that a secret? <laughs> That's a bullseye rat brand. The rat is pretty proud of that. But I do want, I I, I need you to help me. I need mm-hmm. you to go first a little bit. Yep. I'm kind of, I'm embarrassed. I'm just a little baby over here. I'm a little baby rat. Alright, no one's listening to this. No one's listening. It's fine. We might tell not us, even We're going to tell a secret. Gosh, let's see. Let's just hear the sound a few times while I think about a good secret. You take a second. And we're not going to edit this, right? No. I love gas station sandwiches. <laughs> and I would prefer them to any mid-level sit-down restaurant meal. Wow. So, like, no chilies. You want a gas station sandwich. No chili. Not even your neighborhood Italian place. Unless, now, if your neighborhood Italian place is fucking great, obviously I'd choose that over a gas station sandwich. But if it's just like... Is even it the a, utility or just the aesthetic quality of the food? I don't know. Something. I know the sandwiches are bad, Carly. I know they're bad. I know they're bad. They're not good. The bread's okay. wet. Everything tastes the same. And I'm not talking about airport sandwiches. Mm-mm, no, I'm way about different. gas way station different. sandwiches. Yeah. Are the, the time that's individual wrapped in a bag. Or a little cardboard triangle. Ooh, the and cardboard. I, I, and, and here's the thing. I taste them. They don't taste good to me. But you're I t- happy. I, there's something about them I you're love. You're happy. You're happy when you eat it. I think it's like, you know when you were a kid and you would drink the water out of the water gun because it totally. had that weird flavor, that plastic flavor to it? And that is completely in this context of you have a water gun, which means it's summer, which means you're having fun, which means you're with your friends, or like it's that quiet moment. And for you, the gas station sandwich is you're taking that taste when you're on the road, when you're yeah. traveling, okay. when there's so much potential. Yes. It's an emotional association for you, 100%. I completely get it. You have good taste. You know a good food tastes like. That's not a gas station sandwich but that's not why you eat it but now it's completely disassociated from that from actual that experience. actual emotion it refers to nothing now it's just innately good now you just like it i'm salivating just hearing the bell oh. I, I no longer connect it with food at all <laughs> i eat a gas station sandwich and i'm like yeah things are happening i'm heading places this, this i like this it tastes bad but i love it i love it Wow. And it makes me think, should I get a water gun and just keep it in my apartment and just drink out of it? Just sit there (laughs) watching my wife watch Dateline and I'm just like... (laughs) And at first it's like kind of funny. The first three days it's funny. But then after that, it's just there. And it's just when guests come over, sure, you might laugh at it, but then you just do it. And she's used to it. She's not laughing anymore. Like... Taylor, I would love for you to do that. Like keep it in the fridge like a Brita. Just keep it in the fridge like a Brita. Like a Super Soaker 400. Like I have a, I have a stuffed animal that I sleep with. And it's for this exact reason. I just like cuddling something in my belly. Don't, and like, you, but you live with your boyfriend, right? I do. But it's like he's big. 
and hot. <laughs> and like it is like a, a totally different aesthetic as to like when I was young and I had my black beauty, th- my beautiful horse stuffed animal that I would like cuddle into that little spot. It was an emotional association. And now it's like completely now it's just a thing. It's just a strange emotional thing in my house that I just like. But I dropped it on the bathroom floor, so I got to clean it. Well, how long ago did you drop it on the bathroom floor? Like four days ago. And I just, my bathroom floor is very, very clean, yep. but it's the it's the dirty zone. It's like a, I feel weird about it. It's like, it's tainted now. How does Rat feel about it? Rat loves it. <laughs> Rat <All> right. love. <laughs> anyway, have a great week. See you next week. <laughs> I'm Taylor Moore. I'm Corley Smiley. If you know the sound that uh, you heard this week, please go to what's that sound dot surgery and let us know. What's that sound? One thousand dollars of my money.